Right. Hello. Uh, I think we're live, aren't we? Have you yeah. yeah, we're live. Yeah. It looks like it. Yeah, we are now live again. Um, hello and welcome to everybody for another episode of Sprucast. Uh, we had a fantastic time talking to Ken um, last week. Uh, I know we had um, Mick, we had the interview between Mick and Josh uh, that we slipped in last week because, uh, you know, with, with, with everything that was going on, um, everybody needed to uh, needed a, a break to get sort of things moving, ready for the next lot. Um, <clears throat> so, um, I'm, we've jumped in a bit quick here. I'm a little bit lost, but we'll we'll go for it anyway. I think we're going to have a look at what we've been building so far um, this week. So, uh, Josh, you were. This was your idea, so you can go first. All right. So I have actually been putting my printer to good use lately. Um, there's these medical bands for the masks. They're called Save Ears. Um, they don't take very long to print out, but, you know, they're, you know, they're to help nurses and stuff, you know. Not get irritated, right? So, so hold on. What what are they exactly? When you say medical bands, they're they're medical straps. They're this is what they look like. But they go on. Do they go on your wrist or no? Around your head. All right. The they they put the loops for the masks on each one of these little hooks. Oh, right. I'm with you. Yeah. And so. then it keeps the mask on there without, you know, the ropes irritating their ears. I People have been asking for them, so I've been printing printing out a little bit. And then I on uh, GameBody.com, they have the free files for, the, for a plastic mask. So I did the one for Doom. And... I definitely need to upsize it, but it works. I I mean, it's not going to completely protect you, but I mean, if someone coughs on you, you're, you're not going to, you know, it's going to hit the mask and not you. And what then are using, what you're using is your filter then for, for that mask. Paper towel. Right. So, and it works. I didn't want to put something too thick in there because you got to be able to breathe, you know. Yeah. And I've been using it at work because I'm still working. Yeah. And then other than that, I've been I, I pulled out the Porsche back out and I started working on that. So. Oh yeah, you was working on the Porsche not too long ago, were you? I remember. Yeah. That. I, I pulled it back out. I I got quite a bit done on it the other day, but. Yeah, because you you hit um, not a wall so much. You just got a bit fed up with it, didn't you? If I remember rightly. No, it it it. Oh no, I don't. I don't remember rightly. <laughs> I, it, it's not that. It's it's juggling. You know, seven year old work bench time. Yeah, and sometimes it's it's really difficult to put a kit together. Cause then you put some of it together and then you got parts that, you know, and then you have to go do something else and then you come back and yeah, it's been, 
it's been a challenge. <laughs> yeah, I say I, I don't know about you, but I, I get I, I get suddenly bored. Um, I'll be building something, and then all of a sudden, I've lost interest in it. It's like a light switch, and I, I've just got to go off and do something, try and do something else for a bit, um, and then come back when the interest is there again. Um, I don't know if that's the same with you, but um, with me, it's definitely an issue. See, for me, this is kind of how I manage my stress level. So if 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 it's something that's not going to go very good for a day, I'll pull a figure out. I'll pull, you know, something out that's quick and easy to work on instead of dealing with that. And then once I get into a better mood, I'll tackle the kid again. But, you know, it just depends on... You know. So how many kits have you got on the go? Oh, I have three, I think. I have this, the Piper Airplane, and where's the other one? Well, I, I guess you could consider the Warlord Titan a kit too, but... Um, that, that's the big, almost human-sized one, isn't it, that you're printing? Oh, the Gundam. The Gundam's the other one I got started. Oh, so but, that's another one. Yeah, the Gundam, Gundam, we we pulled out the other day, started working on it, and then it was like, nope, we're done. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one that's got Greenpeace camping outside your front door, isn't it? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, my birthday was last week, so I got a bunch of figures and got a little bit oh, more. Oh yes, money. it was. Yes. So Happy that's kind of what I added to this pack. I. I'm actually trying to get better paint for the figures and stuff and model cars, and we'll see how it goes. You can never have too much stuff. No, that's not what my wife tells me. Oh, she tells you you can't have too much stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's the general consensus. I'm lucky um, in that I don't ever get like that from my wife. She's got a hobby as well. Um, and she, she just tells me, you know, if I see something I like, she says, get it. It's really bizarre because, um, I know there's other modelers out there that don't have that experience. So, uh, and gone. Um, oh. for once, I don't actually know what you've been doing. I normally, normally we've been chatting in the week and I know, but we haven't seen a lot of each other this week. Well, this is it with the uh, things how they are and my lad coming down with the symptoms of this uh, lager virus, shall we call it. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything. I, you know, I was going to mention it. That was why we we dropped in the yeah, recording, but um, uh, that, that was down to you. That's private. That's, that's, that's one of the reasons why I've not been yeah. in the hangouts and much and stuff lately. Because basically, I've had my hands full with keep disinfecting everywhere. Every time I touch something, or he's had his dinner sent up to him, and it's yeah, because because you're high risk as well, aren't you? You're you're yeah, in that, that high risk uh, group. Yeah, I've got COPD and asthma and stuff, so I've got to be you know extra careful. And it's something you take for granted until something like this hits you, right? And I've had to be downstairs sleeping. He's been upstairs in his bedroom 
and stuff. And it's just the logistics of trying to, well, yeah. if I need to go upstairs and use the loo or go upstairs, have a shower or a bath, right? He's got to go and wipe down and disinfect when he's finished. And then I've got to go in and do the same before I actually have a shower, bath or whatever, and then do it all again afterwards. And yeah. the, number, and the number of bottles of hand sanitizer, disposable gloves, and face masks, and disinfecting wipes and stuff I've gone through this week is unreal. And, um, yeah, it's uh, and I just want to say on that point that um, some people may think that that's, that's over um, overkill, but it's not. Um, if you if you can imagine, um, so those people that are complaining that, that they're stuck in, um, they're stuck in their house on this lockdown. Um, now, if you imagine, you take out your upstairs from that equation. So all of a sudden, you've gone from having the complete run of the house. Now you take out the upstairs. You're no longer allowed to go upstairs um, without everything. You now you look at everything you touch during that during your day everything has to be disinfected um yeah. high risk um and he as high risk uh putting it quite bluntly gordon it, it's a killer um yeah. it and he's gambling his life so i don't think it's overkill at all for any people that are out there that think it is um it's uh you know i think we're up to a thousand dying every 24 hours now over here um i know new york's got it bad in america um and um we were when we got the news that um gordon's son had, had come down with symptoms of it um we were all very very worried for gordon and his son um and I'm just relieved, you know, that uh, I'm generally oh. relieved that it's it's come you've out been well. Talking, you've been talking to him tonight anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. It's, this is the one thing that's annoying me at the minute, and it's annoying one or two people, is the news agencies, the newspapers, and all this, that, and other, they're all out there printing how many we've lost. Yeah, but there's I, two thirds... Why don't they start printing and banging out how many people have walked out of hospital? How many people that have come out of self-isolation that have had the symptoms and are fine now? Right? That's what they need to start doing. It's absolutely uplifting for a change. Yeah, people don't want to hear it, though, do they? No, this is it. It's, it's like today. I watched the, uh, the Thunderbirds flying over Las Vegas. Right, thanking all the local NHS hospitals and all the NHS staff. Right, uh, yeah. apparently the uh, the Italian aerobatic team have done something similar. Yeah, and they've flown over wherever it is, trailing the green, white, green, white, and red. Their flag, their national colours. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's green. green white, yeah, there is there is there is light there, but then you've also got the idiots, right? It's like round by me last night. Yeah, we're on Sunday. Yeah, Saturday night, right? 
the police broke up a street party. Unreal, isn't it? Right. This street party, right, they've got a barbecue going, they've got a mobile disco going, right, and the whole street was out. Unreal. Right? And you've got people like myself, and I've got one lady lives one side, she's in the 70s, so she lives on her own, she's having to be careful. The lady that lives the other side of me, she's just come out of hospital after having major heart surgery. Right? And then you get people like that that just don't seem to care. And stuff. And it's them in a few weeks' time that could be possibly fighting for the life on a ventilator. And, well, stuff. and, and, and that's the worst part, too, is like it would hit you really really bad i would just be sick for a couple days and not really have anything to do and the like someone in their 30s and 20s they only have it for a couple hours yeah well, that's, yeah that's not necessarily true though is it because there's some people that are dying from it and there's no reason they're perfectly healthy they're young um so you know when when we make statements like that i you know like you've just said um josh i, I would probably have it for a, a few days um if you're lucky yes you would only have it for a few days but that's not a given and that's where they that's where people seem to be messing up they seem yeah. to think it's a given that because they're young because they haven't been to the doctors very much they're not going to suffer very you know if they get it it's just going to be a bit of a cold yeah well, it's it, it's like today i had a, a thing pop up on uh, facebook and it was boris johnson and i was thinking about it the other day how's, how's he getting on is he out of hospital yet or what he's out now isn't he yeah and you can find it on youtube so i can't remember where, whereabouts it is but He's actually on there thanking the NHS personally in some cases, right? And it's like he turned around and says, for a 24-hour, 48-hour period, the hospital didn't know which way he was going to go, right? And he had two nurses stand by his bed for them two days. They took it in shifts to look after him and monitor him, monitor his breathing, administer need when he needed it, and help when he needed the help, right? And it's same as he said in that thing that he put up on YouTube, if it wasn't for them too, and all the other staff that he mentioned, and all of the other NHS workers all over the world, right, are to put in their necks on the line, right? Good on them, well done, I'm proud of them. Yeah. But then you get the ones that don't give a rat's rear end, right? To flouting it, they're going out, walking the dogs all over the place. They're going out in the cars. Then <laughs> fifty-seven cars and caravans were turned round Friday in a one-hour period. Fifty-seven cars were trolling down the M5 and heading for Devon. Right, the police mm. pulled them all over, issued them with a thousand pound fine, and sent them back up at the next available exit. 
So, so my question is, are you guys actually, actually on a lockdown now or? We, we we've, pra- we've been on a lockdown for, uh, this is the third week, isn't it? Monday will be the start of the third week and it was going yeah. to resume it uh, towards the middle of the week and stuff. But our things are going, it looks like we're going to be locked down for at least another three weeks minimum. Yeah, we're yeah. on a complete lockdown here, Josh. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm, we're on at least Oregon, right? And I, I will say the state I live in, but, and it's different, you know, in different areas of my country. We'll just say it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, you know, I'm, I just have a stay at home order. I have a piece of paper that says I'm an essential worker. And, you know, if, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of weird, but they haven't really, we haven't really hit the the curve or the middle of the curve on the way down yet. So we'll see what it's like in the next have, couple of weeks. But have you seen have you seen what's happening in New York, Josh? Yeah, you know, well, I'll, I I try not to watch the news, but it's you know it's the everyday topic here. Um, New York is bad. They prison digging trenches um, for temporarily. They've got them digging trenches temporarily to bodies in. Um, there's pictures of them all in the news today. And, uh, yeah, I totally appreciate why people don't want to see that and they're trying to avoid the news because it's nothing but doom and gloom. Um, I get that. But um, at the same time, it's I don't think it's people like you the news is aiming itself at. I think it's the people that are going out um, and still doing their regular thing. I think that's what they're aiming their news at. Um, my opinion. I don't know because I, I don't live out there. I don't know how your government's running things. Um, but um, it's a very real um, threat. And from what I can see, you're not anywhere near your peak yet, let alone on your downward trajectory. Your government's telling you um, you're on the downward turn. But from what the charts are showing us when we log on to our news, when we when our news comes on, you're still climbing. You're still on that ascent. Um, I, I, so I, think I think there's only two states here that have reached their peak. And that's because they were hit severely early in February. And, you know, it, yeah. I think it works, you know, a couple weeks from that, but they're still, you know, there, there's more to that New York thing that I, I, I want to, you know, bring up, but yeah, yeah, it's fair I mean, enough. It, it's, you know, here on the West coast, at least we're not, you know, we're able to we're spaced out enough to where we don't have those big populations of areas, you know, which is why New York's getting hit so hard. Oh uh, yeah, uh, and it's the same for London. Um, those those big built-up areas that are really close together—that's what your problems are. And um, yeah, well, this is it. I think Wyoming was one of the places that didn't have um, early on. Uh, didn't have any deaths or any cases, I think, of Wyoming. 
Um, but I read today um, there's an indigenous tribe in the now was it South America or yeah, somewhere else? There's this one person in a tribe, and they're nowhere near any other civilization. They're out in the middle of the Amazon rainforest or wherever, and one of their tribe has come down with it. He's uh, fighting for their life at the moment. They've, they've brought him in, and he's on a ventilator or something. Um, I don't know how that works, uh, being out in the middle of nowhere, but it was in, in the news today. Um, so, anyway... Um, I think we've taken up enough of the podcast on our contribution to what's going on in coronavirus at the moment. Um, it's not very pleasant. Um, I did say a couple of weeks ago that while the coronavirus was on, we'd try and uh, broadcast every week just to keep everyone updated. So we, we do need to touch on it every week um, just to let, you know, because that, that's the purpose of doing this, to keep everyone informed um, as best as we can. Uh, but with that said, uh, I think we'll move on now to more model-related stuff. Yeah. And um, we got to John. John was telling us, uh, he was about to tell us about the models he'd been building. Well, I finally got the uh, the flanker finished. It was uh, driving me nuts. We keep remasking it and redoing it and stuff. Uh, uh, I think I've put some photographs of it up in the, the Spruecast uh, Facebook page, I think. I think I put some up in there. I think I put some of the MiG-25 up I did as well. But uh, because of the, the MiG-25 taking up, <laughs> how, how many months was it? Wow. <laughs> a, um, a few months. Yeah. I think it's three at least, if not four. Yeah, I'd say November, December, yeah, January, February. Put it together. But uh, I decided that I wasn't going to start a another project like that. So I decided similar lines to what Josh has just been on about. Something quick and simple. So... I decided to dig out a couple of old, well, not old, the new actually, of the new Airfix 70-second scale kits. And I've built the T11 Vampire, and that's in undercoat, that's in primer, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Cleaned up all the joints and everything, and it's gone together with just a couple of little spots of filler, and that's it. And while I was doing that one, because it took so quick, I uh, have built the 72nd scale zero that Airfix have just released as well. And that's gone together with just a little bit to fill it in the wing roots. So that one's got to go into primer. I thought, what else have I got that I can sit and tinker with? So I dug a couple of Bandai kits out. And uh, I've built a couple of TIE Fighters. Well, a tight interceptor and uh, a tie fighter out of um, one of the new Star Wars films. What are they called? 
I don't know. I haven't seen the new one. Yeah, it's first order Tie Fighter. That's it. Rise of Skywalker. That one. It, yeah, no, it's out of um, part seven. Is it the first one that they did of the, the new trilogy? New Hope. That's the old one, isn't it? Uh, what was it called? Force Awakens. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. The Force Awakens. Yeah. I uh, I built a TIE Interceptor and the First Order TIE Fighter and uh, thoroughly enjoyed doing them. Nice, simple, quick build. Bit of painting on the interior and stuff. Bang them together. Bit of a wash panel lining and stuff. Job done. And uh, today I started my... Um, 148 scale 50th anniversary Apollo 11 lunar approach and it's the uh, command service module Columbia and the lunar module the Eagle ah now this is the one that has that magnificent metal finish and uh, oh yes to say I'm um, chuffed as anything and so I put the command module together because these what Six six grab handles, a ring round the top, the base. And I sprayed it this afternoon because over here in the UK it's been a lovely sunny day. Just a bit of a breeze. And uh, I dug the old airbrush out and some uh, some paint. And the command module is sitting there staring at me at the minute and it just looks like chrome. I, I have actually seen this. Oh, yeah, um, I put some. Uh, I put a couple of photographs up of it on the uh, the hangout chat. And stuff. Yeah, will, will um, you be putting any up in the sprue surgery waiting room or on sprucast? Yeah, at the minute, I'm waiting for it to harden off because I don't, I don't want to risk temptation to pick it up, touch it because <laughs> it'll it's, leave. Uh, it it's, it ha I have to say, it's probably the best metal finish I have ever seen. Well, I've tried all sorts of stuff in the past to get a chrome finish because the um, the real thing was actually covered in what I believe is mylar tape and it was like a chrome finish. Aluminum tape or whatever, right? Yeah, and it, it looked really shiny. It looked like tin foil basically right and i've got a number of these in different scales and i've never been able to get it to look like this and uh, i thought wow and the paint i used was one of these what they call molto molotov i've got molotov. the uh, liquid chrome refill Right, so you can't that, do you? It's it's the refill, and I got my airbrush and I put half a cup, so about what one milliliter or whatever it is, two milliliters, or what I can't remember how big the, the cup is on that good, and uh, just left it at high pressure. And the first pass was just a mist coat all over it, then I just sprayed it on. What, about two inches away from it, quite close, quite thick, working round 
just spinning it round and round on my tip on my stick and stuff and then once i've gone around it i went up vertically to, to take out the uh, the overspray because if you get any overspray on it it leaves like a gray line but because i went straight up vertically i haven't got any join lines on it and it's come out absolutely bloody brilliant it's great i've seen other people do it and stuff i thought nah it's not that good nah can't be and i've tried it myself this afternoon and it's absolutely fantastic but so when you decant when you get it in the in the refill you literally there's no fancy stuff you've got to do to decant it you just squirt uh, it in. Just, i've just it's all it is it's the 30 mil refill high gloss mirror effect alcohol base right just took the top off give it a good shake first yeah mixed and i just literally squirted it straight in my air gun me spray gun right no thinner no special treatment no nothing and i just sprayed it on at high pressure so you don't have to let it gas off or anything no 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 degas wow. no waiting just put it straight in your gun and go what one shot boom in you go paint on and it's come out absolutely brilliant so how much was is one of those refills i think this refill cost me about 18 quid wow that's a lot plus i think it was about four pound postage so you, you say that's expensive, Mark, right? When I used to do a lot of the custom paint jobs on motorbike tanks, murals and stuff, right? I used to use a liquid chrome paint for certain parts of it, for highlights and stuff, right? And that paint used to cost me £175 for, uh, what is it? There's a little pot like this. Um, how much paints in a Tamiya pot? Uh, 14 mils, isn't it? That's what I'm just trying to look for now. Yeah, you are. No, 10 mil. Oh, 10 mils, is it? I thought it was 14. Yeah. 10 mil, right? And you were talking just under a couple hundred quid, right, for a chrome effect paint, right? But you had all sorts of prep work that you had to do for it first before you could use it. But this... I can't get over it. Pick it up, shake it up, squirt it in your gun, spray it, job done. Well, I mean, you have to remember that it's meant for a pin, paint, paint pin. So yeah. it's gonna be liquidized a little bit. I I have to use a white marker. It's kind of the same kind of thing, but and it's gotta be enough paint so it comes out the thing and onto the brush. So it's it's pretty liquefied. Yeah. But I've got, I've got, I've actually got quite a few of their pens because they don't just do chrome, right? They do the chrome one, they do an order silver one, gold, and they, they, they do different colours and stuff, right? And I've used the gold one for touching up parts on, well, I've done motorbikes to represent gold-plated parts, right? And I've actually used the pen, right? And it's come out like this command module has right but i bought uh, a bandai c3po and i thought i wonder so uh i tried spraying the gold 
but for some reason the gold wouldn't spray i can't get the gold to spray like i have done this chrome yeah you can use it out of the pen touch it up paint a part in it using the pen and it comes out like a mirrored mirrored gold but chuck the same stuff in the in the air gun and try and spray it that nah, wouldn't work it went grainy it went streaky so whether they've got something in the gold one that's not in the chrome one i don't know whether it's a different type of ink different type of paint or i don't know but uh it's all right for touching up gold parts on your bikes and stuff if you're doing a like a, a wheel rim and you want a gold accent panel line round it or something like that yeah great for that but I just can't get it to spray but uh, yeah the command module that's sitting there drying I'm working on the uh, the lower stages of it now the rocket the rocket bell housing I've just sanded all the seams down on that got that ready for paint and at the minute I'm assembling the the body and uh, then work me on to the lunar module that's what i'm doing at the minute something nice and simple for a change yeah but your definition of a simple and my definition of sim simple is completely too different though <laughs> just so you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what's mark been working on excellent uh oh you're not going to believe this we're not actually live huh it says, actually... live. It says live in the corner of my screen <laughs> yeah i'm only kidding i was, uh, <laughs> I was it... just trying to see i i got it off josh i got like a little huh I thought I'll wind him up and tell him that it hasn't actually isn't actually live. <laughs> so. uh, he, he tried to do a Ken on us, Josh. Yeah, it's Ken's fault. Yes, excellent idea. Ken's yeah, fault. Explain Ken. He's that Gil moment again. Yeah. It's, See, it's, it's, it's funny when Ken does it. I don't know. It's not so funny when you do it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, yeah but I, I must admit though, Josh, he got us both looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, yeah. I, I do like the little whimper I got off of Josh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it summed it all up. It was like, oh no, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been working on an Italeri one. 20 is it 125th 125th um iveco vico i don't know how you say it iveco ford highway um it's a lorry uh so i've just literally been that's all i've done um that's the been, truck, right i i don't know um i don't what i've not i've got no knowledge of lorries at all so um it's just 
It's the IB code special edition of something, isn't it, Mark? Yeah, it's the 40th anniversary edition. It's um, a blue colour with all white and silver. And um, it's not been a very good fit, in all honesty. Um, I've, I've had better. But um, it is slowly coming together. There are pictures on um, Hobby Link International. There's also pictures on um, Sprue Surgery Waiting Room and also on the Sprue Surgeon um, page. Uh, and I've done the base. I've done the, 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 the sort of, um, not the cab. I've done everything else. I've done the wheelbase. Uh, the what, sorry? You've done the chassis and engine. Oh, yeah, chassis and engine. So you can tell I've got no knowledge of lorries, cars, that sort of thing at all. Um, I was just bringing it over to show everyone, but I realised we're doing a podcast so nobody can see it. Um, but, yeah, I've got the wheels on it. Uh, they weren't a great f – uh, well, they, they fit okay. It's just – there's something about Italeri plastic – uh, that I find difficult to glue together. Um, it does. It's not like Airfix. Airfix, Airfix plastic. You put a bit of Tamiya uh, extra thin on, melts together instantly. But with the um, Italeri stuff, I, I don't know. It, it's just very. It seems to be very brittle. It doesn't go together very well. Um, I've had super so. For example, in the construction of this lorry, in front of me at the moment, I've got um, normally I've got tet and that's it, and maybe a bit of super glue. But at the moment, in front of me, I've got Bob Smith Industries black super glue IC2000. I've got Villa super glue. Um, it's like a clear. Um, this one is Impactor Formula. I've also got tet. Um, I've also got the rail contactor and I've got sprue glue as well, sprue goo. I've used all of them. Um, to try. At some point, I've used all of them. Um, and that's how this build is going. I, I, you know, I'm gluing something on. It doesn't glue with that, so I have to move on to that. Um, the things I've found that work well with Italeri plastic, sprue goo works very well um and also citadel um their citadel so uh you know the revel contactor stuff with the little metal tube in it um yeah. the blue pot with the metal tube well um citadel do one as well uh and theirs seems to be a slightly different makeup from the revel one i think and that seems to work quite well um, with the uh, Italeri plastic. I don't know what it is about it, but um, I have had problems uh, getting stuff to stick together. It's okay if you glue something together and can clamp it and leave it, then you're okay. Um, it's not the sort of kit that you can sit down with and glue something together quickly and then move on to the next part. Um yeah, so I've, I've had problems with that. Um, I'm still going on, you know, I'm still moving forward with it. Um, I've just glossed all of the cab. 
um, and I've had that outside in the sun to try and um, harden the, the paint off using hopefully the UV rays of the sun to try and help me. Um, and that's where I'm at really with that, uh, with, with the uh, Italeri Iveco Highway. Um, I'm just looking around now. I don't think there's. I've got a bike over there that I've got to clean the the windshield on. Um, but apart from that, there's nothing else uh, I'm working on. I tell a lie. I've just dragged the 170 second um, snowberry. Just dragged the 170 second snowberry down off off the top of the kitchen cupboards. And uh, I'm going to be laying down a wooden um, deck on that. that that's going to be happening fairly soon. Um, that's a build that I'm trying to do slowly. Uh, and I just bring it out every now and then. Um, so that's where I'm at. Yeah, it's, you, you, snowbird's, snowbird's a big build, isn't it, Mark? So it's a case of... Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, do, I, I don't know. Do a little bit, then pull it up and do something else. It's, it's like you with your truck. I've built one or two of their trucks, and the early trucks seem to go together quite easily. But I've built one of the recent new ones, right? And I've come across the same sort of problem that you have, Mark, trying to get it to stick together. It's almost as if the plastics have crossed between polystyrene plastic. And ABS, it's really weird. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. It is like that. Because um, I've, I've, I've got tech, I've got all sorts of glues, and it says I've tried super gluing it, and the only, <laughs> the only super glue that I found that would work on it was stuff that uh, they actually use for bonding panels on aircraft that I've got access to. So I've got some like it's. <laughs> Really strong industrial strength. The vapors will glue your eyelids together. That's how strong it is. And that had only stick certain parts. And I ended up having to get some plastic weld, some stuff in a brown bottle. But you stick it yeah. on an kit, and it'll put a hole through it. But yeah, and, and and I was recommended the plastic weld. I will I will say I was recommended the plastic weld by yourself and Paul, um, yeah. and. Um, I put an order in the day I started the, the kit. I put an order in. Uh, the only trouble is I can't get it because of all the delivery problems. Um, so causing a bit of chaos at the minute. So that you know, I've carried on without it. I started the build thinking it was going to arrive at any moment and then was told, yeah, this is coming from Germany. Um, it's going to arrive that quickly because Germany's locked their uh, postal service or something. So I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't happening anyway. So um, as I'd already got most of the base done, I thought I will plow on. And um, I've used PVA as well. PVA's work quite well on the wheels. Uh, I had a lot of problems with the wheels. They wouldn't super glue very well. And that's because they've, uh, I didn't, um, I didn't put them in bleach or anything. I just left them as is. 
Um, I don't do that with every kit. Some kits I bleach all the uh, metal effects stuff and do it, respray it. Others I will leave it. Um, I left these ones. Um, but obviously they wouldn't glue together then. So I, I used PVA and it worked a treat. Um, but of course, there's a long curing time with PVA. Um, so, you know, I'd glue a couple of wheels together and then, well, actually, I think I glued all the wheels on and then clamped them one night. The next morning, I went down and put them all on the axles and clamped them. Um, and then 12 hours later, I went on and done something else. Um, so there we go. Um, that's all I've done, really. Um, and I think, as we've not got a, we've not got a guest on this week, I think we'll leave it at that. Although I do want to quickly ask Josh this figure he's showing us, um, because I'm I'm back into 3D printing as well. Um, and I'm intrigued about this figure. It's like a... Is that um, an orc or... No, it, it's... It's a WizKid uh, figure I got for my birthday. But uh, I think this one is called... Um, the Giant. Or yeah, the... Like or something like that. Looks Those, a bit like an orc. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, and it's it, quite a big figure. Yeah, it, it's. I paid fifteen bucks for this, so it's not too bad. That's, that's not bad for and, that size. I mean, the cool thing is, I mean, it's got a lot of detail in it. I mean, is the that resin or what? Is that resin or plastic? I uh, no, it's plastic. Right. That's, that's really good. Cool. Yeah. And did it come built like that, or did you? No, I, it came built like this. It's already primered in the the Vallejo stuff. Well, it come, uh, let me get this right. It comes primed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard of that. The. I, I don't know. Somehow they have an agreement with Vallejo. I, you know. So it comes. I've never known anything to come ready primed. Wow, that's that's quite good actually. Yeah, I mean it. I mean they're they're ready to. I mean you could reprint. You can reprime them if you want. This is the one I thought would be cool. With all oh, the wing figure, it kind of you know. You know, you mix with um, uh, Gilbert Mondragon and that, so you're going to have to do something pretty fucking special. Um, I, I would like to, but I'm not anywhere on his level. But, you know, I can try. He's the, he's the perfect guy to give you tips on that. Oh, no doubt on that, but, you know. You helped me. Um, I can't remember which model it was, but... Um, he gave me some tips. I think it was on my Canadian Mountie. Um, and, um, yeah, that, that Canadian Mountie turned out to be one of my best uh, figure builds. 
and I, he gave me some tips on the the face painting of that um which uh, i was really grateful for and i use them on every single model i've done since even the tanks <laughs> so no you know i'm sure i'll be in a hangout and he'll you know he'll help me yeah yeah he's a good guy gilbert um anyway um that's that's us done for this week um all i can say is stay safe everybody uh stay stay in your homes um and um we'll all be through this uh fairly soon hopefully so until next week uh, it's bye from me bye from me bye